Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Oof. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome into this place. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Y'all coming in quick. Hey, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Nia. Good morning, my Renaissance grandma. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Kedra. Good morning, Masa. Good morning, um, Shinquita. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Oh my goodness. Oh, no, 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 no. I am going to start sharing the video. Do me a favor and share it as well. Put it in some of your favorite groups. Share it with some of the people um, you love. Thank you for sharing, Deshana. Thank you for sharing. Jamika, I appreciate you guys so much. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Deshana. Hey, Jamika. Hey, Sandra. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Katina. Hey, Mon. How y'all doing? Hey, Vanessa. Rhodes, good morning. Good morning, Sheree. Good morning, Jackie. Hmm. <laughs> Perfect cup of coffee. Woo, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo, perfect cup of coffee. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> today is going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day whether or not um, um, my coffee is good. But having a good cup of coffee makes it Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, that was good. That was like, oh my gosh, in my mouth. Ooh, I know, Julia. I was like, wait a minute, Lord. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Woo, Jesus. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you. A lot of times I make my coffee and I don't taste it. I just get my cream and go. I don't put sugar in it. It's just like a creamer, right? Somebody asked me one morning, was there coffee really in my cup or was I fronting? And I was like, what? Me? Front? About coffee? What? You don't know me then. They said they have been watching the devotional and I'm like, coffee is my love language. <laughs> so how dare you think I was fronting? Oh my God. It is, Jenny. It's the simple pleasures. It's the simple things. I'm like, no, no, coffee. I've been loving, like, since I was two, my stepfather um, would leave because my mom didn't want me to. My stepfather would leave little bouts of coffee around so that I could drink it because he knew I loved coffee so much as a little. I love coffee, ice cream, um, candies that taste like coffee. I love those as well. So like when I say I love coffee, like I love coffee. Jamocha almond fudge is like one of my favorite ice creams. Um, 
Oh my God, it's just so much. Oh, well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh-uh, no sugar-free. <laughs> no sugar-free. <laughs> Jenny was telling me about a sugar-free. <laughs> no sugar-free. <laughs> good morning, y'all. Hey, Londo. Hey, cuz. Um, how y'all doing this morning? Good. Angel, go to make your coffee and make it with me now. Mm -mm, dead. Mm -mm. I'll have to try. I have to come to your house and try it, but it ain't coming in my house. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome. 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 My sister, Jen, is trying to convince me that about this sugar-free. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, coffee gone, coffee candy. Mm -mm, y'all, she trying to shoot. Mm -mm. We'll try. We'll try. We'll go to Jenny's house and I'll taste it there. I'll go live from Jenny's house and Jenny can do. She's equipped. She can do the word with me that day. And I'm like, mm -mm. yes, Joyce, coffee gum, all that. Y'all do me a favor, share the devotional. We're gonna pray. We're praying for peace this morning, and then we're going to get in the word. Thank y'all for your prayers for Josiah. We are not home yet. We do anticipate between today or tomorrow we will be home and we'll continue to share um, more of our journey. And thank you for those of y'all that just keep telling us how encouraging it is to hear the story, to hear the journey. So we'll share. He's written a couple of devotionals. Also, if you are a writer and you want to share your gift, it's not a paid position, um, but we are definitely looking for individuals who are interested, Vanessa, in writing um, a devotional to share once a week. I just need something out of you once a week or even once a month, even if you don't have once a month in you. But you are interested in sharing a devotional, written a devotional, we'll edit it, we'll proof it um, with the ministry. We would love, Vanessa, to get um, a devotional from you. Um, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and we'll send you a link, um, not a very lengthy devotional, but just helping us get the gospel out through word as well. There are like over 400 something different people subscribed to our email system and like actively 380 something people get the devotional, read the devotional. So if you feel like that's you and the Lord has called you to write and you want to get a part of the writing team here at LMJ Ministries, we would love to have you. Don't forget about Feed the Streets coming up soon. Um, we'll be releasing that day. I sent out a monthly update of emails. So make sure you're checking your emails, getting your emails, reading through your emails so that you know what's going on in our community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Don't forget, we have Pillow Talk coming up in October. I'm so excited about Pillow Talk. Um, also, we have an opportunity for sponsorship. If you have a business, a nonprofit, or a ministry, you can email us also at info at justbeinglmj.com and ask us how you can sponsor. We have small, small sponsorship opportunities. Um, we do Pillow Talk at cost. And so if you were wondering about the sponsorships, they just... Um, help us give all the ladies the oomph and make the weekend practical, uh, amazing. We have three presenting sponsors, Drew Projects, Love Travel Girl, as well as um, um, Fit Chick B. Renee Rose is a presenting sponsor. And they have just said it. So if you want, and we have one more lady 
who needs a sponsorship opportunity. If you're interested in sponsoring her for Pillow Talk, send me an email as well at info at justbeinglmj.com. Um, Pillow Talk is an amazing weekend. And these women come to be reset and restored and refreshed. And they have bags and bonnets. We have sponsors who've sent bonnets for the women. Man, it's going to be the pillow talk of the weekend. And I cannot wait. Also, if you're registered, check your email because we sent an email to you. There's a form you need to fill out. We need more information. All right. Some of y'all are like, let's get started. Right. Um, I want to um, get started in the word. We're praying for peace this morning. If you're new to the devotional or you're just coming back to us, drop your name in the comments. Also, those of you um, who want to join us, join us this Saturday for our ladies prayer call, 7 a.m. Baby, I don't know what the Lord is doing on this prayer call, but you get a little bit of Jesus. You get prayer. You get devotional and also mentorship. The Lord is really placing me in a space um, for mentorship as well. Also, let me say this, writing devotionals is not limited to women. We have several men that worship with us in the morning. If you got a writer in you, we're going to send us the link. We're going to ask for a sample piece of your writing to make sure you fit with the vision in Memphis. We start out with dear friends. It's very, very small. So we would love to have you. Um, so it's not just limited to women as well. So let's pray and get started. Me too. I can't wait till he shares his testimony with friends. I will tell you, um, God is doing and working on our behalf and we just trust him in this season. Thank y'all for who are checking on us. Those prayers, those check-ins. Uh, my sister Tina brought snacks. Vanessa, snack. the love y'all showing, man, it's overwhelming, but it's needed. So thank y'all. One of our friends started a meal train and was like, you're taking care of the boys. Can we just at least take care of dinner for you? And I'm like, absolutely. So I'm experiencing the hands of Jesus. So good morning. Welcome. Share the devotional. Let's get started. We share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Kelly, you might need to download the app, clear your browser, come in through the phone call because it's working. Um, if you're not getting in, that may be some ways that you do it. Don't try to go through the browser. So um, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for this community. We thank you. We are growing in grace in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, for you being God. We thank you for supplying all our needs according to um, your riches and glory. I thank you, Lord God, for a fresh anointing, a fresh appearance of you today, a fresh encounter like Elijah in the mountains. Lord God, speak to your children today. Lord God, we just invoke your presence today. We thank you, Father God, because it says you inhabit the praises of your people. So we bless your name. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We just want to be close to you. We want to be in your presence. We want to feel your love. We want to know you in new ways today. We want you to open the eyes of our understanding so that we will not miss you. Bring us into a peaceful place, Lord God. We declare peace today, peace in our mind, peace in our homes, peace on our job. Lord God, we thank you for your peaceful presence in our lives. We thank you, Father God, wherever we go, um, that we carry peace and we feel your peace and we have a greater understanding of what your peace looks like, Lord God. We thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your will being done here on earth, Lord God, as it is in heaven. We thank you, Father God, that heaven is replicated here on earth and we do not have to wait till we are with Jesus to experience your power, your love, your miracle signs and wonders. As a matter of fact, your word says it follows 
those that believe, and here we are, your children, we are believing. And wherever we have unbelief, Lord God, help us with our unbelief, Father. You said all we needed was the faith of a mustard seed, Lord God. So Lord God, I thank you for the faith of a mustard seed. I thank you for encouraging. Don't put him up. We thank you for encouraging your children, for um, being with your children, for guiding your children. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over our colleges this morning, our college campuses. We declare no weapon formed against our college campus shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, that you're putting a laborer in our field. We thank you, Father God, for health and healing is our portion. We thank you, Father God, um, for the joy and strength of our children. We thank you, Lord God, they will not be led into temptation through peer pressure, through music, through videos. We thank you, Lord God, that you are destroying strokes, yokes and strongholds in their mind. And we rebuke strokes in the name of Jesus. We come to you with a place and a presence of gratitude. Lord God, grateful for food, grateful for provision, grateful for your love, grateful for your mercy. Father God, we speak a word over prisons this morning. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, there is no prison that does not have your presence. Woo! We thank you, Father God, that there is no prison that does not have your presence, Lord God. Let your glory arise in the prisoners, prisons this morning. Let there be a laborer in the field, Lord God. Orchestrate something different in our prisons, in our states, Lord God, in the federal prisons this morning, in our jails, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are above every circumstance and situation. We thank you for reform in our prisons today. And we just thank you for your love for those prisoners that even their mistakes shall prosper them while they're in prison, Lord God, that they will come to know you as Jesus, as Lord and Savior. Father, we uplift our government today. We thank you for a government that honors you. We thank you for a government um, um, whom which um, loves loves you. We thank you for a pragmatic government that's for the people, Lord God. We thank you. You're touching your leaders in the White House, in the Senate, in the House, in the Supreme Court justice, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that favor goes before us today, and favor is our rear guard, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, wherever we plant our feet, that we prosper, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you teach us how to build, to pray, and to grow, Lord God, even in barren places. And we thank you for a fresh anointing and a fresh wind blowing in Jesus' name. Amen. Overwhelm us with your goodness. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Come on. We glorify you. Come on. Worship the Lord with me for just a second. We glorify you, Lord God. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are such a good, 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 faithful Father. You are such a good, good, good kind father. You are such a good, good, good miracle working father. We thank you. 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 We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. So this morning, I want to talk to you. Um, yesterday was so powerful and I want to continue, but I need to jump back over here because I hear the Lord saying so, right? And then I'm going to go back into more about our weapons. Um, let me do something. Judah J, we appreciate you. I need you to know that, okay? You are sacrificing a lot. And Joe and I appreciate you. I need to shout him out. I don't want him to forget him in this process. I've been 
back and forth between home and hospital, um, still making sure he has some of my time because both my boys and I are so close. My sons, all my sons and I are close, so close. But um, these two at home, we are so, so close, like super close. And he um, at 12 just has a maturity. Um, he came to me yesterday and he said, what can I do in this situation um, to make it better for you? And I'm like, you're getting ready to make me cry. He's like, what can I do in this situation to make it better for you, mom? What do I need to do to pull my weight? And I'm like, God, thank you for such loving, kind children um, and considerate children. Judah, people are saying how much they love you. And so I want him to publicly acknowledge him and give him his flowers and thank him um, because he is not selfish and he is showing up and he is supportive. And he and his brother, my God, miss each other so much. We got to, you got to see him just for a little bit. And the other night, Joe was like, I need my little brother. Um, and he's like, mom, can I not just sleep in the hospital with Joe? So we love you, Judah. Um, we thank you, Judah, for showing up for your family um, in this time as well. So I just needed to make sure he knew um, he was loved and appreciated. Um, this is all our journey together, including yours, because you're our family as well. So we love y'all. So I want to talk to you this morning a little bit about we all are created differently. And I need you to receive this and get this in your spirit. And the reason why is because then you'll begin to understand how kingdom works, right? Like how kingdom works. We are all created differently. And if you understand the uniqueness of who you are and the value of what you bring to kingdom, then you won't forsake your righteousness once. And Lex, yeah, I'll tell you about Lex in that blanket. Um, once um, we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and we are in right standing in Jesus, we get our righteousness from Jesus. You have to know that your identity is still still intertwined in that. And when you don't know that your identity is still intertwined in that, you'll begin to forsake your identity for the kingdom, but your identity and who you are and how God uniquely shaped you is so important for your kingdom assignment. It's so important for you as a wife. It's so important for you as a person, right? Um, we can, I, I, I can, um, attest to sometimes when I have had friends who've been in the military or as a police officer, those roles sometimes shape our personality. Um, as a teacher, roles shape our personality. Um, as mothers and fathers, roles can shape our personality. Um, the crisis that we have been in can shape our personality. Our culture can shape our personality. And so we've got to get a resolve that God created us all differently. And I have to be comfortable with my uniqueness. Now, let me say this, and I'm being for real on this because I didn't realize how much of my personality was intertwined to my past. I had become hardened. I was brittle. I was dry. Um, I was not even really myself. And I keep telling y'all when I got rebaptized at 27, there and I got began and I began a journey. But really, this last two years where my relationship with God has been so intentional and so personal is really when I begin to learn myself. 
You got to learn yourself. Can you put that in the comments? Like, I got to learn myself. I got to learn the real me. Just say, I got to learn the real me and ask the Lord, say, Lord, I want to know the real me. Like, I want to know the real me. I want to know the created, the you that you created me to be, not the you that's um, Judah. Judah, can you come here for a second? I need a charger. Not the you that's created by your pain or by your past. Not the you that's created by um, what people have said you should be. And definitely not the you um, that the world has to describe as being successful, right? What culture, um, you can send it to me, Julia, and I'll give it to him, I promise. Um, where culture has told you you should be, or church or religion has told you to be, there's a real you inside, Aunt Cheryl. There's a real you inside, Kedra. There's a real you inside, Linda. There's a you, real you inside, Sonia. There's a real you inside, April. There's a real you that's only influenced by God. And I'm not saying you don't meld meld or with your culture or melt with your culture. That's not what I'm saying. But the influencer that God called you to be in your household, in your kingdom, in your school, in your position, right, is uniquely tied to the real you. And when you do not know the real you, Juju, when you do not know the real you, listen to me, when you do not know the real you, then you will attract other things that are not you. Woo! Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, you will attract things that are not you. You will attract people that are not you. You won't come into the fullness of the people that you are influence are supposed to influence because they are a tied to the unique you that God made you. Woo! So Genesis 25 and 27, um, the boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. When I was reading this scripture, I'm like, oh my God, God created us so differently with talents and gifts. And here is evidence in the scripture that the two brothers woo, coming from the same parents, right, are still very uniquely different, right? And a lot of times we don't realize our differences give us an advantage. Our differences will draw our certain people to us. I remember when twice, twice, once I had a dream and in my dream, there was a young man talking to me. And in my dream, he was saying to me, hey, um, there's a certain sound to you that drew me to you. And I don't want you to lose that sound. Like he said, there's a certain sound. So, you know, I'm a Southern girl with a little hip hop feel and I'm just different. Right. And then one of my other friends called me. He said, look, I need to tell you something. He said, your sound, the connection of who you are, the authenticity, the truth of who you are is what's going to draw the people to you. I don't want you walking around here sounding like Beth Moore. <laughs> I don't want you. And, and I'm going to tell you something. I am fun. I am vibrant. But my reserved me is like really calm. Right. But when my preacher me comes on, like when the, the, the Holy Spirit and the fire is upon me, it just looks different. And he began to tell me, he said, you will you need to you need to release that you and let be uncomfortable with that you out. You need to be comfortable with the you that God created you to be. One of my other friends said, 
This is your sparkle. This is how you are. This is how God uniquely created you. You've got to be comfortable. And he, and he said to me, because the people that you are assigned to in kingdom will respond to your sound, will respond to your uniqueness, will respond to your colorfulness, will respond to how you tell the stories, how you preach the gospel. So you weren't created to teach like Breath Moore. You weren't created to sound like somebody else. You were created to sound like LMJ, just being LMJ, tiny core, tiny core, just being just being LMJ, I need, um, I'm trying not to lose Instagram. So I'm like, just be, thank you. Thank you, bud. I'm trying to be, that's okay. That's, I text you to tell you. Um, mm -mm. um, Just being LMJ, just the sound that's released that is uniquely LMJ. And you have to make sure that you stay authentic. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Judah, that you stay authentic to who you are. And I'm telling you this morning, you need to stay authentic to who you are. I talk to the boys about this all the time, showing up as who they are and not people who people expect you to be. You need to put that in your notes. I cannot do that. I need air. I, I feel the fire. <laughs> I cannot expect to show up how people feel like I'm supposed to be. I can only show up. Thank you. I can only show up as me. I can only show up as me. I only need to show up as me. So we see as an example, it, Jacob and Esau, two brothers, but born very different, right? So God didn't make you like anybody else. Come on. God didn't make you like anybody else. He did not. He didn't make you. When I first went into ministry, my aunt, oh my God, whom I love, who is this sassy diva and dresses a certain way. I went and tried to buy some suits that looked like hers because I thought that's what women looked like in ministry. And the Lord had to deal with me and was like, that is not you. Like you're not getting ready to wear no hats. You're not getting ready to, you like flavor. Um, I love fashion. There's Don't let nobody make you think that you got to be mute in ministry. I'm not saying you got to be flashy for the people, but you get to show up as your unique self. I like animal print. Um, I didn't even discover that I liked color until I began to know. I didn't even know I liked dresses as much as I did until I began to spend time getting to know the you me. So God didn't make you like anyone else. Woo! Come on. God didn't make you like any... God did not make you or design you to be like anybody else. So when I first came into ministry, I was trying to replicate what I thought was successful. God did not call you to replicate like you what you think is successful. Your success is aligned with who the Lord called you to be. <laughs> he did not call you to replicate someone else. You are not here to replicate someone else. You are here to be you. And if you, let me say this, if you start acting like anyone else, then what you're saying to God is who you created me to be ain't good enough. Woo! Who you created me to be was not good enough. So when I start trying to act like somebody else and pull on somebody else and replicate somebody else, Malisha, and duplicate somebody else, then what I'm saying to God is who you created me to be is not good enough, right? 
I remember one time I was in the mirror and I was being real critical. I was picking at my skin, picking at my teeth. And the Lord pulled me, I felt like he pulled me close and said, look, come closer. That you that you're picking apart is the you that I created, right? So you were not created to replicate anyone else. Psalms 139, 16, right? He knew you. He formed you. He had an idea of who you needed to be and how he wanted you to be. God knew this, right? But society and people and things will try to confuse us that that's not who you are. But you will only discover who you are in Christ Jesus. You will not discover who you are in a degree. You will not discover who you are in a relationship. You will not discover who you are because people support, call it out, talk it, applaud you. You will not discover who you are in a like. You will not discover who you are in a follow. You will not discover who you are. You will only discover who you are in your relationship with Christ. And if you forsake the relationship with Christ or you're in and out of the relationship with Christ, right? Then you're going to be fragmented in who God called you to be. You're going to give, you're going to be fragmented in who God called you to be. We all need to show up at the table, the original versions of who we are supposed to be so that the fabric of the kingdom can be as creative as we are supposed to be. When we get our confidence, somebody say confidence. When we get our confidence in Jesus, it's different. This confidence comes from believing God made you just the way you are for a reason. God made me just the way I am for a reason. And I get confidence in that. And I don't get confidence in anything else. So when I'm confident, right, in being who I'm supposed to be, like God called me to be for a reason, guess what's going to happen? Other people will become confident in you. See, a lot of times we think people are unstable. Come on, Holy Spirit, in our lives. Well, the instability really comes from us because if you're one way this way today, one way that that first of all, consistency is a need of mine. If you are one way and I'm not talking about going through something, you one person today, you one person tomorrow, you one person in this circle, you one person on this scene, you one person in this place. If you keep showing up, then people cannot accept who you are. People cannot accept who you are, Kedra, if you are these different people in different places. You were not designed. You were designed to be the same you in every position, in every place, in every way. I remember Judah was having a hard time in a particular class at school. And I got to wrap this up in just a second. And he was like, Mom, he was like, they keep bringing me in here. I think he was 10 or maybe 11 at the time. And they want me to be so serious in this class. And I keep explaining to them, I'm just a kid. I'm not getting ready to sit in here an hour and a half and not laugh if something is funny. And in this household, we laugh. We laugh a lot. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We have been through way too much not to laugh. So we laugh all the time. Like we laugh all the time. So it's his normal nature. We also ask questions. 
His teacher said, he has too many questions. I think he's trying to distract me. Ma'am, he's not trying to distract you. This is how I have raised him to be inquisitive, to question information you got. He's asking you because he wants you to know. He wants to know he's trying to get information. So you can't keep showing up as different versions of yourself and then can't figure out. That's why you ain't supposed to be bouncing around in all these different circles and with all these different people, right? You gotta figure out who you are first because when you don't have your confidence in who you are in Christ, Christ Jesus, when you get to this circle, you're somewhere else. When you get to this circle, you're somewhere else. When you get to this circle, you're somewhere else. When you at work, you're someone else. No, you got to accept who Christ made you to be. And then guess what? Other people are going to show up and be confident in who you are. That's the message today. You got to be confident. You got to see what who God made you. You got to spend continuous time with God. Ask him, show me the real me. Come on, ask him. Lord, show me the real me. Let me see how uniquely you created me so that I don't become this person. Like, I'm not that serious in ministry. I'm focused, but anybody who's around me, no, I'm going to get a joke out. No, I'm going to crack a pun. No, that I'm going to laugh. Um, I saw somebody the other day and it was a funny comment. They were like, you look like, you know, you the way you dress, you look like a millennial pastor. I was like, I don't know what that means. Um, I'm just me. <laughs> like the way that you see me dress is just me. It's just, it's God approved. Um, he deals with me about modesty and what I can wear. And when he doesn't beat it up or I feel like it's just, me. it's just, I don't, not a millennial pastor, just me showing up as me. <laughs> It's time for us to show up as us, right? So that the kingdom is not schizophrenic. <laughs> so where does my confidence come from? My confidence comes from knowing who I am in Christ Jesus, knowing the Lord created me to be a certain way. And I don't have to make myself. Let me give you one more scripture because I'm running a little bit over. Second Corinthians 10 and 12. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that command themselves, but they measure themselves. And I'm going to break this down by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. That's second Corinthians 10 and 12. Paul, these, so these people were challenging Paul's authority, right? They were challenging his authority as an apostle. And these were actually false teachers and Corinthians challenging his authority. So Paul's letters were bold, were strong. But what they were saying about Paul is when you show up in person, that your personality don't match how you write. That's how that's what they were telling Paul. Your personality don't match how you write. They were unimpressed with Paul as a person, right? And they wanted Paul to back up what he was saying in such a meaningful way. They wanted Paul to look apart that for that fit the Corinthian way. And Paul said to him, he said, look, I'm going to do, I'm going to do what you said. It may still not impress you. Woo! Paul said, I'm going to come to the table. He answered them. He said, I'm going to come to the table, just like you said, but it still may not impress you because if you're looking for me to look a certain way or fit a certain part, right? You're, you're, you're not going to ever get what you want from me. Woo! Come on now. And then he turned around, right? 
And he's when he says, I won't compare myself, he turns around and says, I'm not really about to get in a competition with them. Because they were trying to pull him into a competition. He says, I'm not getting ready to get into a competition with these people. I'm not going to compare myself to them. I'm not going to get in a competition with them because they're judging themselves by secular standards. Oh, man down, man down. They're judging themselves by secular standards. They're judging themselves by secular standards. They are looking at a secular standard. And Paul simply said, guess what I'm not getting ready to do? I'm not getting ready to compete. I'm not looking for the popular vote. He did not want to be popular. He was not looking for popularity. He was not trying to build a platform. He was simply answering the call on his life. He was not trying to be a public personality, right? He was not trying to make them like him. He was showing up as Paul to deliver the message, to do what he was called to do, which was not according to secular standards. And if we ever going to live out the kingdom, then we got to start living out the kingdom, not according to secular standards. Ooh, let me give you one more. Galatians 1 and 10. For do I now forsake men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I will not be a servant of Christ. If I do what I do to please people, I am not serving Jesus. Ooh! If I'm doing what I'm doing to fit in, I am not serving Jesus. If I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm trying to be a particular type of influencer or this is what social media has said is popular right now, then I'm probably not doing Jesus. Can I tell you something? I don't care what the algorithm says. I don't care what the algorithm does. I don't care what's popular right now. I need to do Jesus. I need to do exactly what he told when he was writing to Galatian Christians, he was telling them there is a simple gospel message. Jesus died to pay our sins. We ain't got to flip it. We ain't got to turn it up. We ain't got to make it cre uh, creative. We just got to present the gospel, right? There is not more to this. Show up. We are not to people please, right? Because if we people please, we are denouncing Christ. I'm serving God, seeking Christ's approval. That's what I wrote today. I'm serving God seeking Christ's approval, right? Serving God, seeking Christ's approval. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Serving God, seeking Christ's approval. Woo! That's it. That's it. Not the approval of man. Let me pray. Father God, Lord, build our confidence in you as Paul did. Let us be comfortable in the ways you created us to be and nothing else. In Jesus' name, amen. What a word. What a word. If I were you, I would go back and watch this. Pray and ask the Lord, show me the parts of me that are influenced by culture, that are influenced by my past pain, my trauma. I want to be the authentic version of who I am because I may not know who that is. Trouble may have shaped you. Woo! Your divorce may have shaped you. What you think ministry is may shape you. What you think a business person is supposed to act like may have shaped you. You don't want anything else shaping you but Jesus. Woo! Lord, we thank you for your word today. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart, <laughs> 
partner with this ministry to give, go over to the website, lmjministries.org. You can give there or you can cash out for dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y and find out about Feed the Streets and all our programs that we have available and the other ministries that we partner with, the way we serve our community throughout the nation. Second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is the first start to how your true identity begins. Before I accepted Jesus Christ, I was lost. I was torn. I was all over the place. I was confused. I really didn't know who I was. I want to extend the opportunity for you to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And what you can turn around and do is just repeat after me. And then I need you to do something. I need you to stick close because I want to disciple you. It's not enough for you just to pray the word or accept him. I need to be able to disciple you. Um, repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I want to disciple you. I want to send you some materials and I want you to get up on the devotional and I want you to hang out with us because I want to continue to teach you the ways of kingdom. You can connect to us and receive any of our devotionals, lmjministries.org. Find out who we are. Find out a little bit more about who I am. Y'all, I'll see y'all back in the morning. Woo! Where are we going? Live at six, sipping as sick as JoJo says. I'll see y'all in the morning at 6 a.m., right? Join us. Be here. Love you so much. Instagram, live, Facebook. You can catch us on, on, on 11 different podcast stations as well. If you want to re-listen to this, go to anchor.fm, um, Coffee and Conversations, and you can listen to us there as well. I love y'all so much. God loves you so much more. You know what I'm about to say. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father, for your word. 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 Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.